500 years ago he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck and upon the skull of the man who killed his dad he said i'm mad i must eradicate piracy injustice and cruelty and all my sons will follow me so evil doers will believe that this man cannot die the phantom the ghost who walks the phantom enemies beware the phantom's always there but you won't find the phantom he finds G'day everyone. For those who came in late, you're listening to Expand the Phantom Podcast. This is episode 140. Um, it's a very special episode of the podcast, one like which we haven't done before um, and uh, probably a bit more serious than some. Um, we'll talk about that in detail in a moment. My name's Dan Fraser and tonight I'm joined by uh, Jermaine Parker in WA. How are you, Jim? Pretty good, mate. Um, yeah, looking forward to tonight. Um, but yeah, you're right. A little bit, a little bit special, a little bit Sombre as we talk about some uh, real life issues rather than just um, whether we're focus or postmodernist. That type of stuff takes a little bit of a uh, backward seat. Backward seat, that's it. Speaking of the back seat, uh, Steve in the back seat of the Subaru. (laughs) Well well done, Jim. Stephen East is with us today. Uh, Stephen from the uh, back seat of the recording studio tonight. In Victoria, (laughs) I should say. (laughs) How's it going, Dan? G'day, Jim. G'day, everyone. So it's always good to be back in. I'm in a nice, spacious back seat. I'm, it must be uh, must be noted, and I can also recline it, which is which is also good. <laughs> Very good. So, anyone from Subaru listening, uh, the Outback is a fantastic car, and if you'd like to <laughs> throw some sponsorship all... dollars our way, <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, the reason I uh, the reason I mentioned specifically that uh, you know. Stephen's in Victoria and uh, Germ's in Western Australia, I'm in Queensland, um, is because uh, we sort of want to point to the fact that we are recording from all over Australia. And what we're, we're dealing with today, what we're talking about today is um, a pretty significant event that has struck Australia as a whole um, over the last, um, well, probably six months since the season started, but the last month or two in particular, and, and that's the bushfires, of course, um, that have uh, been global news in terms of the, the devastation that's been wreaked, mostly through New South Wales, it must be said, and, and that's not a state that either of, or any of us yeah. live in, but um, it's, it's been absolutely devastating, the bushfires that have gone through, and, and some of the raw statistics um, are sobering enough in themselves. At the moment, um, at the time of recording, it's the 18th of January, uh, 2020, and, and right now in the last uh, month or six weeks, 29 people have died. Um, in bushfires. Uh, a lot of those are, are volunteer firefighters who have put themselves in the line of duty or um, to try and save other people's properties and to save their towns. Um, local heroes, people who, who aren't recognised on a day-to-day basis and unfortunately it takes something tragic like this for them to get their um, name up in lights and, uh, and, and families are just absolutely devastated at, at, at all of those men and women who haven't come home, um, lost their lives fighting, fighting fires, trying to save homes, trying to save communities. Um, uh, speaking of homes, over two and a half thousand family homes have been lost. Uh, entire towns have been almost wiped out. There was a, there was a town where 90, 100 homes um, all vanished, um, just absolutely razed to the ground by the fires that have come storming through. Terrible weather conditions, terrible uh, wind has just swept them up and brought them through. Um, again, right now, it's estimated that something like 46 million acres of bushland or 18.6 million hectares um, have been burned. Um, entire forests, entire valleys, entire um, 
communities again, as I say, and uh, something like over, uh, well, it was probably three weeks ago they were saying half a billion animals had been killed um, and koalas have sort of become the, the face of that. But uh, so many Australian marsupials and um, local uh, wildlife and, and even, you know, things like bees and, and entire populations yeah. of um, colonies of, of animals have just been lost. And it's just been a real tragedy and, and, and so heartbreaking over the last six weeks, two months, uh, just watching the news, seeing seeing these things on our TV screens, uh you know, on a nightly basis for us um, and certainly a lot closer to home for a lot of people. Um, how have you guys sort of um, uh, seen the news as, as it's happened? Jim, uh, uh, we might start with you. Um, it's, yeah, it's a little bit removed in the sense that, you know, I'm over in the other side of the country, but the amount of, um, the amount of people that have had contact me, like, you know, fan people that have been dealing with a lot of people and stuff like that, just asking, you know, are you okay? Uh, you know, is, you know, what's happening and, you know, and stuff like that. It, like you said, it is, it is worldwide. And, um, you know, there was actually one stage where WA was actually shut off from the rest of Australia, uh, <laughs> you know, with bushfires and flooding up North and stuff like that. So, you know, that, you know, like, um, so yeah, it's I don't know it's 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 it is very sombering. It's very hard to kind of I guess famine, um, and I guess mm. that's where you know something which we're about to talk to is you know once in a lifetime opportunity where we can actually make a difference, a small difference. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Stephen? Victoria has obviously had a number of uh, deaths and dis- destruction. Um, mm. Any any real um, threats around Ballarat personally for you or people you know? Um, not really. A little bit before Christmas, um, up in around Lexton, which is not far from here. It's a, about a 10, 15 minute drive, I suppose. Um, they had a decent fire out there that lasted a couple of days. Um, but mainly it's in, in Gippsland, over in Gippsland for the, for this past period of time. And, um, there's just pretty much every day there's smoke everywhere. Um, mm. I don't know if you guys get any of that in, in your oh, parts yeah. of the country. Um, but, Oh, last week, um, I was driving down to to Melbourne to my in-laws' place, and had to slow down. It was it was a, a you'd, well, you'd think it was a fog, but it's not fog. It's it's smoke, and you couldn't see you know three hundred meters in front of you. Um, so, and I've, and I know people who have gone over to to fight the fires. So people, who, um, volunteers from um, uh, places like Ararat and. Um, well, that's the people who I know. Um, they've gone over to, to Gippsland a couple of times. I've done a couple of um, couple of rounds over there um, to to help them out. So yeah, even though I haven't been personally um, touched by it, um, all, all, but we've got the smoke as a as a constant reminder of yeah. um, what people are, are dealing with, and if. <laughs> we can't complain about the smoke when other people have got so much have lost so much more. Oh, that's exactly right. I think that's a sentiment that's echoing around um, Australia. Any of the places that aren't directly impacted, we all know about it because it's all, it's in the atmosphere. Um, just before yeah. Christmas, um, at the at the start of the school holidays, I guess there was a fire, um, probably only twenty k's from Toowoomba, and and it was you know threatening homes and that sort of thing. Um, for quite a number of days and the, and the haze came in then and it hasn't really lifted because while that fire is out, thankfully, um, the 
the, the extent of the fires down through New South Wales and just the weather patterns, as you say, Steve, like the, the eastern seaboard just has basically been in a blanket uh, for a long, long time. Um, I should say that uh, today, as I record, uh, as we are recording, um, it's thankfully been raining um, here for probably a day and a half now, and it's just it's so uplifting. Um, and I know that there's lots of places in New South Wales that are starting to see a little bit of rain as well. Yeah. And you, you know, you see all of the posts on Facebook about it, about, about people going out and doing dancing and dances in the rain and hallelujahs and all the rest of it. But uh, mm. I think it's really important to, you know, while we can enjoy the rain, you can't forget that the devastation has already happened. And in many ways, um, the That's next three, the four, exactly right. The, the worst of it is, is the impact is now to come. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the amazing pictures that we've mm. seen of, of firestorms and all the rest of it may go, but people yep. are going to be living with the consequences of this for yep. a long time to come. Like for instance, um, you know, they're having to, do food drops for the animals that have actually survived yeah. and, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, one thing that I've, um, I, I should have made mention before, but I, I believe he actually listens to the podcast, but a, um, uh, a phantom friend, uh, Carlo, I believe is actually over there fighting the fires at the moment. I think he's a volunteer firefighter. And so, Do you mean Carlo Sears? Yeah, I believe he, he um, uh, he he actually has been personally affected. He um, yeah. saw some of his photos on Facebook, and and houses literally on either side of him burnt down. And uh, he start, he decided to stay and, and fight the fire. He lost his car, um, but he was able to to save his house. And and that must have been such a near thing and so scary. Some of the mm. the pictures you've said, Alan Lucic as well. I've um, seen pictures from as well. We I met Alan at the Phantom dinner last year, and he volunteers for the um, firefighters around where he lives as yeah. well. And um, you know, so I think um, Bradley Peach, I've spoken to him, the fires were within 10 k's of his place. Um, he was not stressed about it, but, you know, everybody, so many so many Australians yeah. know people who are directly affected. But I, I guess just mentioning Carlisle and Alan, you know, a lot of listeners will know these people. And so it kind of, I guess that, you know, these are people that we know, these are people that we catch up with, you know, once or twice a year and, and stuff like that that have, you know, been affected. So. Yeah, so. and, there'd, and there'd be many more Phantom fans who we, we are not aware mm. of necessarily who are as well. So, mm. um, And I guess that speaks to why we are doing what we're doing. Yes. Um, be, because, and maybe, Jeremy, you can, you, we were, it was a brainstorm amongst us all. Um, do, you want to, do you want to sort of give a bit of a background as to um, why we decided to, to try and step up and do something as the Chronicle Chamber team, I guess? Well, I guess, you know, we all kind of sit back, a lot of people sit back and go, well, what can I do? Um, and I know we were thinking that, um, you know, I know my wife asked something, I know, I'm, I'm sure your, both of your families have said stuff like that as well. And it was really yeah. just, um, uh, probably Sel, Sel Valudo's got a, you know, a, a fair bit to, you know, to play in this, in the, in the, like, what would you call it? The, the genesis of... Mm what we're about well, it was, to talk about of the fundraising where it was yeah the, well he was probably he was the first phantom artist that we saw who yeah. came out and said right i want to raise funds for um charity mm. in australia for bushfire appeal in australia and i'm going to do some pictures and sell them and that money's going to go to the and that was really what sparked the idea of of you know trying to encourage other artists to do that and then and collect those images in a book yeah and uh it's <laughs> pardon the pun and it's probably miss you know, not the right time, but it spread like wildfire. Um, yeah. 
basically the, the plans for the book, right? We were like, yeah, we could probably do something. You know, we were looking at, you know, I guess we were looking at what, 15, 20 pages, and we had some. Well, that was it. Didn't really get anything. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, and, and I guess Sal really encouraged us to do it. He was just mm-hmm. like, you know, this would be good. Um, you know, he basically said, don't just expect through or a, a publisher to do it. Be, you know, so he, he encouraged us, um, mm. which, you know, w- which is nice. Um, you know, we joked about in the, in the podcast interview that we did with him, uh, he's kind of like an ambassador for the Phantom. Mm. And, um, a lot of the stuff that he does might not get the accolades or, um, or, uh, you know, recognition recognition or, or whatever but uh he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes and there's a lot of um mentoring that he does with other other artists that we see like massimo and luca mm. and a lot of these other guys that he really mentors as well and um and i guess he in a sense encouraged us and so we thought we'll take the plunge and um so far we're enjoying yeah. it <laughs> well it, it it has been it has been really cool and, and as you say it has spread very quickly i'm not going to repeat your terrible pun but uh <laughs> the idea the idea the idea of putting together a book of phantom unique phantom images that have never been published before um uh collected into a book that is to raise money for uh, we, we've chosen red cross australia we'll talk a bit more about them in a moment but uh, uh to raise money for the bushfire appeal um, it, it's just proven to be amazingly popular. It's only nine or 10 days since we put the first post up and, and maybe emailed a couple of artists and um, just the people who have support, the, the overwhelming support people. And I think there's been a lot of people sitting at home going, what can I do? How can I help in a meaningful way? And yep. um, and and people have, have really jumped on board with this one. It's really cool. Yeah, and one thing that I love about Australians, and we see this all the time, but they get behind stuff like this um you know australians do have a heart of gold uh we are battlers and you know and stuff like that but we you know when there's a cause or something like that we will jump behind it and um we'll go over the numbers and, and stuff like that but the response has been over yeah. and not just australians well, it, there's yeah. a lot of um international artists who, who have um well self starters but um um, number of artists, which I'm sure we'll get to in a moment. Um, they're not Australian; they're, they're you know from overseas, and um, mm. it, it's been really touching how they've been so quick to to jump on yeah. board and, and get hand. Well, just about every yeah. continent, we, we we talk sometimes about the reach of the podcast and mm. um, or, or the fandom and and how there's. I think we mentioned in the best of 2019, he was being published in every continent except Africa. Um, and Antarctica, we joked about that, if I remember rightly. And and probably those are the two, only two continents that haven't already contacted us or, or, yeah. or even contributed work uh, so far. So South America, North America, Europe, um, the subcontinent of Asia, um, Australia as well. You know, there's, there's um, artists from all over the world are keen to help and, and get involved. Mm. So it's, it really is going to have a global flavour, this book, which is... Um, which That's is really what I awesome. like. I like the fact. Let's let's talk a little bit about the book, and then I guess we can kind of um kind of go yeah. from there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so 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 the idea it's a pretty simple book. We 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 are not going to put many words in it. It's going to be mostly no. pictures. Um, we we should but say straight the up the words the words that will be will be probably spoken by you, which is you know pretty typical for those of <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am trying to outsource where I can. 
Um, the, um, I should mention, and, and we'll mention them again at the end, but Jeffrey's printing services have come on board and um, could not be um, more, it, it, the book wouldn't happen if it wasn't for yes. them. Um, we, we contacted, it was at the recommendation of Paul Mason, where I sort of reached out and uh, asked Paul who, um, who he used for his um, work in progress books um, that he's, he's issued with uh, Kid Phantom and, and Viet Phantom and Nam. Um, and he said Jeffries, and I emailed them, and uh, he came back straight away. Baden came back straight away to be. He was so supportive of the concept, and he straight up offered the the donation of printing services to create 200 books. So the fact that we're going to, you know, that was the moment, wasn't it? When we go, oh, okay, so yeah, we, we, we were, can print we were this. thinking maybe happen. 50 books. Yeah, uh, you guys uh, were thinking 50. No, we're going to go bigger than that. And Amin and Aaron, then he's come back with 200. Yeah, see, this has got legs, yeah. fellas. <laughs> yeah, it does. And, and that was the moment for me where you go, right, we can do this. Um, so without Jeffrey's printing, it, it, it wouldn't be happening. Um, oh. So very much appreciative of, of, of that. So we are looking at, um, well, the, the, you know, it's not hard and fast to settle at the moment. We're looking at somewhere between 20 and 30 pages. Of, minimum of 200 books as well. Yeah, correct. And, and, and we will look at ways to, to increase it's the print run, if, especially if there's... Um, <laughs> If this, especially if the demand is there, and, and I get the sense that there will be, um, yeah. I honestly do. Um, so the idea is, yeah, we'll have a, a bit of a blurb right at the start, just to say why we, you know, basically what we've said here tonight, um, and then it's going to be over to the artists, and every page will be um, a new phantom artwork that you haven't seen before, um, or you may you may have seen on Facebook by the time um, by the time the book comes out, but most many of them you won't have seen ever anywhere. Yes. Um, and a lot of them have been created specially for the book, which is fantastic. We sort of, yeah. when we told artists that we're looking for a, a book that's themed around uh, the bushfire crisis and the recovery efforts that um, are being put into place, um, and that that's it. That's literally the only guideline we gave to any of the artists, and, and they've really come back with um, some yeah. absolute gold, as you'll see. Um, I guess if you go to chroniclechamber.com, we've, we're going to put some snippets of um, some of the pictures on the webpage there that goes along with this podcast, um, and also. Um, via our Facebook page, we're certainly going to be publicising because another thing, of course, is that we're encouraging the artists to sell the original art and lots of them are doing it traditionally so that they can um, and that money will also go towards Red Cross as well, which is just fantastic. Like, for instance, that's a good, very good point that you just made. Like, um, Luca Uberta, who we all marvelled at his cover. Normally he works in digital. Um, yep. So, and then he did his drawing traditionally and it's from what I understand, it's the fourth traditional phantom picture that he has actually done. So all of these other stuff, but, well, that's actually going to be wow. available to either covers or for sale. Yeah, um, wow. And then all of the others have all been done digitally. So, you know, like yeah. that's someone who works in the digital on the computer normally and has said, no, I want to do it traditional so that way I can raise some more money. And, you know, there is another 400 bucks that he's sold his piece for that's you know going to charity as well that's, uh, yeah, that's and then fantastic. sell who you made mention as well that's two thousand dollars as well so you know everyone wins i guess you know people get brilliant artwork um mm. you know and then red cross gets more donations as well yep absolutely so i guess just to to mention some of the artists who have already submitted oh, we're not we're not going to go over everyone who there's over um there's over 70 artists on our list now who um, we have contacted or they have contacted us probably 60 or uh, over 50 certainly have said that they're interested in doing something um and 20 odd 
have already submitted something or shown us a work in progress. And um, again, in only nine or 10 days, that is just phenomenal and just speaks yeah. to um, how keen people are I to, hope, to help out. I hope Glenn and every other publisher did not hear that because um, <laughs> they might, they might uh, use that little audio clip just to send it, send to the artist the next time when they're waiting for a cover is like, hang on. You gave them a you gave them a complete <laughs> drawing in, inside a week. How come it's taken longer for for us to get our cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I guess to, just to go through some of the artists who who have contributed. Um, that one of the big names, of course, is going to be Cy Barry because um, he is in many ways the fandom artist still and uh, in, internationally recognised. Um, he's mm. contributed a, a piece which is wonderful. Um, that will it, it, it hasn't been announced as being on for sale yet, but he is planning on selling that, making that available for sale for five hundred American dollars. Um, so uh, check out the socials and and or, or hit up cyberry.com. Uh, you can contact them through the, the their website then there to see if that one's still available by the time you hear this. Um, Sal Valuto, we've already mentioned. Um, Paul Mason, we've already mentioned um, as someone who helped inspire us and and helped get this moving he's committed a book as well which is uh, sorry a picture as well um and it's an absolute ripper i really love that one um fantastic paul just got uh, a heart attack when you said that he's contributed a book a book <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're waiting on the other 29 pictures paul <laughs> uh, um lou manor is was probably the first mm. artist to come through mm. with a uh, bushfire themed picture and and that is Available, uh, visible on our Facebook now, but uh, it's an absolute ripper. And that was one of the ones where it really just touches your heart to see. And, and he's used the koala motif. A lot of artists have, which is yeah. um, and, um, and and the phantom saving koalas sort of thing. And and because uh, we got that really early, the, the crisis was still right in its zenith sort of thing. So that was quite touching. Um, the, and then probably lesser known artists who, um, so I'm going to get the pronunciation wrong. Sorry, uh, Ciro Balzano from um, Italy has sent us in um, a picture as well. R. Robert Polak, who is an American artist who hasn't doesn't hasn't done published phantom work, but is a published cartoonist. Um, Arif Iqbal from Bangladesh, who has had phantom work published by Lightning Strike, um, has contributed as well. Guy Passant from Canada. Um, one that I really like is from Dean Rankin, who is an Australian oh. artist. He's most well known. Um, as a Simpsons um, artist, he does the Simpsons comic book. So, um, and and he got in touch with us very early in the piece to say, "Hey, I've heard you doing this. Can you please um, accept my submission?" And, and of course, we were delighted to. Um, what, who are some of the other ones uh, that I'm missing? Uh, so you've also got uh, Matt Kahn, Jason Paulos, Keith Williams. Um, so you know, there's there's a couple of others. Um, yeah. Uh, Alex, Alex Saviuk, yeah, is another name that people. Luca, know. who we may mention before, um, Luca Alberta, uh, Anthony Spay, who has um, we've talked about in the December Comics and News podcast, and we've also had an article with a quick introduction about him. He's got some free work, I believe, coming through. Um, Wendell Keller, uh, I can't pronounce his last Kevel, name, Kevel Canty. Cavalcanti, who's the Brazilian artist who did the fruit cover. Um, he's just uh, he's just given us a, a work in progress as well. Uh, um, a couple that I'm really excited about. Um, uh, Joan Boyks is another one. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm excited about his. Yeah, Tony Menzi 
is another one. He's actually he's actually got two on the go. So uh, I've told him that I'm not sure if we're going to be able to fit two in, but uh, I said we'll at least get one of them in. Um, Absolutely. But the, one of the ones that he's got is really touching. And one thing that you don't see often is the phantom crying. And, you know, it's touching seeing the phantom cry. And mm. he's captured that moment. And then probably the other one that um, might be one of the most exciting pieces of all, just from a pure cut comic point of view, would be um, Norm uh, Brayfoggle, who most Phantom artists would not know who he is um, or who he was. He sadly passed away uh, towards the end of uh, 2018, so about a year and a half ago. But one of his, um, one of the estate holders, um, who actually contacted us and said, um, you know, we've got some some sketches of Norm that he did of the Phantom that hasn't been published before. Um, you know, would you be able to use, you know, we would love for you to be able to use one of those. And so we've been able to to use one of those as well and, and put a put a bit of a bushfire twist to it as well. Um, well, we had a, a colorist yeah. who contacted us saying that um, offering, offering his support. And uh, so for us to be able to give him this sketch of, or this drawing of norms and say, can you color this? And he's, he's left at the chance of course. And um, so that's Sean Ellery, um, who I think is from Queensland. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong there, Sean, but uh, um, yeah, I think he was, but he's actually got two. He's actually doing two colourings for us as well. So hopefully, um, hopefully he's got those sharp pencils and he'll be able to fit the deadline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So and and probably um, certainly well over half of the um, contributions we've had are are going to be related to the bushfire crisis. Obviously, Norm yeah. uh, didn't draw his with a bushfire in mind, but with the the way we can get that colour, that will fit the theme. In it. Yeah. So so that's um. That's really cool as well. I quite like seeing those ones come in. Yeah, and and what I like is the is the you know it's great to see the phantom artists which we've made mention of because you know they you know their names that most people that listen to this podcast will know. But I also yep. love the fact that we're getting you know other artists and with different styles that yes um, as well. And I think it's just <laughs> going to add to the book. Well, yeah, we got that one so. from Ship, which was um, a bit different for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've um, I, I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm intrigued to be able to um, to to hear what people think of some of the different mm. artworks. But yeah, no, that's a good example. Mm. And the, and just in case, because it, it muffled for me, just in case it didn't turn out for listeners, Darren Ship was the name that uh, that uh, Steve said then. So, um, so you know, we've all, we've rattled off 15, 20 names there. So that should hopefully get people excited to see new pieces of work from all of those artists. And as I said, there's another, yeah, there's at least another 30 who have said that they would try. Now, not everyone's going to have time to be able to get it done because we have deliberately set quite a short deadline because um, we want to get this done in a timely fashion so that the money can actually get in in time to, to be helpful um, yes. during what, as we've said, is, a, is going to be another difficult time going forward. Um, but people seem to be really on board with that. We've um, we've been saying um, all along. We've been saying, can you get this done in about two weeks? About a two week turnaround for us, and um, no one has blinked at that, which is um, yeah. which is cool. So um, we'll see. As we've said, we're aiming for about a thirty page book. Um, obviously, this is not all going to fit into thirty pages, and that's a really good headache to have. Um, yes. So 
that kind of leads me to the next point, I guess, because um, one of the artists we reached out to as well was Peter Kingston, um, who um, listeners of the podcast will remember or Phantom fans might remember as being the curator and one of the contributing artists to the Phantom Art Show that was going around Australia from 2015 to 2017 sort of thing. He also has done Phantom Art Shows in the 1970s and, and has been a long-time um, fan. Um, previous podcast guest on, on, I'm going to say, about episode 45, so quite some time ago, So, but dig that one up. Um, and uh, he wasn't in a position, he, he is a, a really re- well-renowned artist, but he's just not in the position at the moment to create anything for us. Um, but what he did do was send us a whole bunch of things from <laughs> the Phantom Art Show itself um, to, to donate to the cause. Um, and he said, just use these however you can. Uh, he was just really keen to, to help out. He sees this as a massive crisis and, and said, just use these however you can. So um, when I say things from the Phantom Art Show, I'll, just, um, I'll keep talking while I hold these up and hopefully you'll be able to see these on the screen. I'll just flick over. So yeah, so if you're watching it via YouTube, you'll be Stop able talking. to... Stop <laughs> talking! Oh, no, he didn't make mention oh, of that. And Jim starts talking. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so um, if you're listening at the moment, check us out on YouTube. It's going to be at about the 25-minute mark, or you can see on your player. Um, so I'm holding up a, 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 a copy of the Phantom board game, which um, people will recognise. We um, They produced about 20 of these for sale. It um, this, this particular piece is mounted on plywood, as you can see. Um, it's bigger than the one that they sold. Um, and it comes with... Um, Peter did also send some of the prototypes of the figures that uh, could be used to play it. So there's a Phantom and a Grand. There's a couple of other pieces there, four in total. There's Devil and there's a Diana as well. Um, so that'll be packaged up and we're going to, to sell that to help support uh, production, postage, and, and of course anything that's left over that we don't use in those ways uh, will be donated straight to the Red Cross. Um, this is a massive piece um, and I've got photos of myself two years ago posing with this in the, fa- in the gallery and the idea that I'm now holding it and, uh, and selling it is, is amazing. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's um, a, a really big phantom. He's 80, 800 millimetres tall. Um, he was repurposed after, after the art show um, as a sign, as you can see if you're watching um, discreetly as a sign, um, if you're watching on YouTube, but um, you can check that one out. Um, that will be available for sale via our Facebook page as well. And, oh, I should have mentioned linked to the board game, but, but we will sell these separately. Um, the, the actual metal cast moulds for Phantom and Devil. Um, I had, when I got my board game, I actually wondered if Devil's Paw um, had broken off in shipping or something. I now know, because I'm holding the cast, that it had not. Um, and that's how it was made. And um, so that, that's really cool. And those will be available for, uh, for sale as well. Um, this will all take a couple of weeks to come out over Facebook. Um, I guess... So, uh, and Do you want to maybe just make mention how you're going to do it or are you going to do that at the end once you've shown off the goodies? Yeah, there's only a couple more to show. So I guess as I'm holding these, this is absolutely iconic. Um, anyone who's had anything to do with the Fino Art Show, Trevor Clark, if you're listening in particular, might be keen on, interested in this one. Um, this is a, a wood cutout based on the Mr. Walker slash Phantom uh, designed by Dick Frizzle, um, signed under there, Frizz King 2016. Um, so that's, um, that was created for the art show and, and was on display. Um, and finally, I guess another one of them, um, I'm not going to go through everything, there's quite a number, there's a, uh, a totem that um, was, was done for the art show and was on display there as well. And, and he's a beautiful um, and quite large, as you can see, example. So 
Um, what we think we're going to do, because we're not, uh, we don't want to put it on eBay and lose fees and all that nope. sort of stuff. Um, we're not really in a position to run an auction. We haven't got the time. We've got full-time jobs. So what we're going to do is we're going to um, kind of raffle them. But what's come into the Phantom community in the last six months or something is a, is a faffle. So quick editorial interjection here. What followed for the next five or eight minutes or whatever was um, us waffling about faffles as we tried to work out how they worked. It was a, it was a faffle waffle. And um, what we came up with live on the podcast as we talked about it for the first time is not what we settled on when we had a proper discussion about it after the podcast. So um, for all details of how the faffles are going, to be wor- uh, are going to work out, please make sure you check out the webpage that we're going to put on chroniclechamber.com. It will all be run through Facebook. Tickets for these are going to be about $10 a piece depending on the, depending on the item and um, there is going to be a minimum uh, amount that we want to raise before we will close the close the faffle um, and draw the ticket but uh, it is going to be short and sharp so keep an eye out um, there should be a post on chroniclechamber.com from about Monday the 20th Tuesday the 21st explaining it all and they will start on Facebook later in the week beginning 20th of January all right thanks back to the show um, the the worst thing about this is that we can't enter um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst thing because i like them <laughs> oh mate it's it like i'm i'm so proud to be able to do this and, I'm, and it's fantastic that peter's given us these things to to um raffle but i'm not gonna lie they they're sitting down in my skull cave at the moment and it's gonna hurt a little bit to see them leave so yes. <laughs> to take a few photos oh absolutely i've got my own little phantom art show again uh down here in, in my skull cave so <laughs> So anyway, that's a, that's been a fantastic and so generous of Peter. Yes. Um, like uh, there literally would be um, somewhere between fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars worth of uh, donations, and that's at the I guess the let's get let's not again uh, bad pun let's have a fire sale, but uh, that it, that's at the come on let's let's get the money in yeah. this type um, type and prices. So there's going to be lots of Phantom fans out there that are going to be happy to be able to be able to get it and. I guess the brilliant thing about for like those totems is, you know, you could spend 10, 20 bucks and you can get yourself a totem that's probably got, it might cost you $200 from the art show or, or, or even more. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Something um, like that. Um, yeah, for sure. And, you know, thankfully, you know, Peter, you know, legend has given us free reign to basically to be able to use them, to be able to get funds, to be able to basically do what we want to do. And, and while I'm seeing here, look, as I lean down the other side, he also gave us, um, oh, yeah. oh, I don't know, there must be, there must be nearly a hundred of these um, uh, programs point. from the Phantom Art Show. Um, we haven't even, he, and he said, the, the note here says, um, sell them off for a dollar. He said, get yeah. whatever you can for it, um, dollar each. Um, so we haven't decided, I haven't even talked about it. Maybe we'll throw um, one in randomly yeah. with uh, book purchases or whatever as we send. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Maybe the, the winners, you know, might, you know, we'll get one and then we might sell them or yeah. we might put them with the books or something. We'll sort that out. But yeah. there's been some other people that have uh, helped as yes. well. So let's... Um, yeah, no, absolutely. So um, we've, we've mentioned, um, you know, when Sal said, you know, don't expect other people to do things. Other people are doing things as well, of course. And Hermes Press were probably the first one to jump on board and um, announced that uh, uh, I think it's still going while we're talking, but um, for the next period of time, whatever it was, um, that every Phantom book sale that they made um, 
was the the profits or the percentage of that was going to um, to Red Cross as well, which was fantastic to see that yeah. they um, got on board to donate in that way. And then we believe that Fru's doing something as well. That hasn't been announced as of yet, but when we were talking with Fru, they did say that they've got a couple of ideas and are wanting, are interested and keen to be able to do something as well. So yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess um, it's really important to stress that, um, you know, whether it's Hermes Press or Sal selling his pictures, um, Lou Manners has advertised his today and everything we're doing, what, we, what we're asking people is to do is to contribute to Red Cross Australia. Um, what Red Cross do um, is, is certainly over the, la the, the really dangerous period of time, they were organising the immediate evacuation of people from those um, crisis centres, um, everyone who went down to the beach on New Year's Day, that sort of thing, Red Cross is involved in that, the relief efforts after the fact. Um, one of the big things is the provision of first aid, not just um, medical first aid, getting people off the hospital, but then long-term, the psychological and the trauma um, mm, yeah. that people go through. Um, you know, being one of the first people on the ground to to be able to talk to someone who's just lost their house, who's just lost their partner, um, that sort of stuff. Uh, they've been providing food and water and other relief items to communities that have been really badly affected. And they even provide emergency grants to people who have lost their homes. Um, so the work that they do has just been absolutely vital over the last little period of time and will continue to be. And it's uh, just wonderful that so many people are coming together to support the efforts of the Red Cross. And, and we really appreciate that. And thank you uh, to everyone who's, who's buying some original artwork or um, down the track will buy the book from us. Mm. Definitely. All right. Well, we said this was going to be a short one. It is being a short one so far. So um, that's that's pretty much. And is there anything else that either of you guys want to say about um, the bushfire crisis, the the efforts that we're doing, the book, uh, et cetera, et cetera? We haven't come up with a title for it yet. I should say. <laughs> yeah. The other day, I, the other day, I popped into my um, local comic shop and I, I I told her what what we're doing, and um, I asked her, you know, give you a, a dozen books to would you know, would she be happy to sell? Of course, she was. Um, yeah, more, more than happy to. Um, but I also showed a couple of the images that, that um, were going to be in it. And um, she was really struck or really taken, and this was a few days ago, now we've had more images come through, of course. But um, Guy's image and um, the, I better not say what it is, but the other one, I think it was Ranky, uh, Dean's um, piece. Um, she was really taken aback by, by those uh, two pieces in particular. Um, yeah. like left speechless and, and which is quite something because she, she does have the gift <laughs> of being, uh, um, uh, you know, working in retail and what have you. But, um, yeah, she was really taken aback by, by, the, by all the images, but those two in particular that, that yeah. I showed her. Mm. Yeah. Yes. It's, well, one of the biggest conversations, well, not the biggest, but one of the conversations that uh, pops up is uh, what's going to be the cover. Um, and honestly, uh, <laughs> every second every time, in, <laughs> every, every second time, oh, so this could be the cover. This could be the cover. So that's going to be, um, yeah, uh, it'll be really like, interesting. Oh, I am going to buy, oh, yeah, I want that one. Oh, no, I want that one. No, that, oh, I want that one. It, yeah. There is some absolute, it's absolute yeah. quality. Is coming yeah, through. there is, and like we said, it's going to be less of us and more of the art. You know, there's yes, oh, absolutely. We're yeah. certainly letting that's, the art tell the story. That's basically our brief. And that's the overriding rule: is that less of us, more of the art. Um, absolutely. So yeah. yeah. Um, 
All right. So um, part of part of um, the way that we're able to do this as well, we've talked about the, um, the the stuff that we're able to sell to help raise funds for this. But again, a part of the base of this is all as always with everything that we do is our patrons. Um, mm-hmm. And so we thank the patrons because the money that you've given this month is going directly to, and the money that you gave us last month, and the money that you're going to give us next month, that all goes directly to this effort. There's um, yeah. every cent we're piling into to doing this, and. And it may mean, because we did talk about we, we're going to do some merch at uh, Supernova and that sort of thing. I think that's on the back burner because we just are yeah. trying to make sure that this is successful. Yeah. Um, we So we thank you, one and all, every patron who's on board. Yeah. Um, I will say that um, at the time of printing, every patron that we have at the time of printing will have their name printed in the book. Um, so if that's any incentive to you to give us an extra $5 and, and whatever, um, and, it, and it helps the, the cause and also... Yeah, You'll be there. So, um, and um, am I going to say this one out loud on the podcast? Yep. Okay. Go for it. Um, Patreons will also have 24 hours advance notice of when the book comes out um, so that they'll be able to get in and get their orders first. Because as we say, right now, as it stands, um, we have 200 copies that we're going to be able to produce, and I know that they're going to be popular. <coughs> um, so, mm. that, that will be a thing too. So, all right. Um, everything that you have heard about today, you can access on chroniclechamber.com. We're going to make sure there's a really clear link to all of this uh, fundraising effort. And so you can see the progress. We're going to provide little updates there as we go. Um, we're not going to be uploading or showing the full picture of anyone's art. Um, if artists want to put that on Facebook because um, they're selling the artwork and that sort of thing, we certainly will promote it there. But on our webpage, we're just going to be doing snippets so that yep. you can get a bit of a hint of what's going to be in the book without mm-hmm. seeing the full picture because we want people to um, to obviously value what, what's happening there with the book. So um, that's where you'll be able to see the progress and where we're up to. At the moment, we're aiming for mid-March of getting the book out. So look out for that. If you've got any, um, if you've got any suggestions, or if you certainly if you want to contribute in any way, please email us at chroniclechamber at gmail.com. Um, that website, that that email account has never seen so much activity as it has in the last <laughs> week. Uh, we, um, the last two weeks, sorry, since we since we opened this up. Um, Except so when Joe it. signed up for Tinder. <laughs> uh, so we are checking it religiously and we'll get back to you as soon as we possibly can so if you're keen to help if you're an artist and, uh, and you can contribute you, you've got a very short time left of, um, but uh, if any other offer of help if, now that you know what we're doing if there's a way that you mm. can contribute to this and help us by, by all means please hit us up yep. um, we'll also try and keep you up to date via our social media I've mentioned Facebook um, search us there chroniclechamber.com that's where all of the faffles will be held um, and all of the updates will be um obviously you can watch this on youtube um we're also on twitter and instagram and again as germ said we'll post um alerts i guess there that the that the things are being sold on facebook if that's important for you so um a bit of a a bit of an unusual different sort of a podcast today we appreciate people listening if you if you like what you've heard and um, are keen to hear more of what we do in the future by all means please subscribe on itunes or spotify or via whatever your favorite android uh, app is for your podcast so um, thanks very much been a bit of a quick one tonight Stephen Jim but uh, I think a really important one to get out there for people to listen to yeah no definitely yep good on you Dan well done alright guys well until next time let's uh, let's knuckle down get our noses into this book and uh, happy phantoming happy phantoming guys and thank you yeah. everyone this man cannot die the phantom the ghost who walks the phantom enemies beware the phantom's always there, but you won't find the phantom. He finds you. Phantom!